Welcome to Scare Zone Fun Size, the Halloween Horror Nights YouTube series brought to your friends by uh, brought to you by your friends in Scare Zone Halloween Horror Nights podcast. I'm gonna get this down one day, one day, Bart. I'm gonna get it down. Uh, but we are here. Look, my smoke's not even moving. That shows you this: the smoke machine has just stalled. It's not even. It doesn't even look good here, Bart. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have that, to. I'm gonna have to get onto the smoke person. These smoke machines are not safe this year. We can't have smoke machines. Yeah. Trying to get the smoke machine to work. Hold on. All right, I think the smoke machine has started back up. There, look at. Okay, there we go. Sorry, had to call my fog friend. Get it taken care of. Uh, yeah. What'd you say? Don't you know the fog guy from Horror Nights or something? <laughs> yeah, like Froggy's Fog, who's now in the sanitizer business, by the way. If you're looking yeah. for sanitizer, uh, Froggy's got you covered. He's out here in uh, Columbia, Tennessee. Uh, take a look at him. But uh, today, I wanted to talk about not only. The last time we talked about what would it be like if there was a character-free Halloween Horror Nights. And would we be for it? And I think both of us were like, I think there's creative ways you can do it. Now, this one is a bit of a different uh, idea altogether. And obviously, this show is called Scare Zone. My first love of Halloween Horror Nights was the Scare Zones. The first year I went to Halloween Horror Nights, I think I did one or two houses. Like, I was a nervous kid, at, you know, 14, 15 years old. And to me, the scare zones were the horror you know, part of it. I was I was scared, and it took me a while, really, till the next year until I started to get fully into it. But there is the idea of, and we've seen some of those floated out there where Universal has maybe said, and Disney has said, well, what if our indoor attractions are closed? Would you still come? Would people come if the indoor attractions were no longer available? I think we have to then look at the idea of, well, what if indoor houses were no longer available? Not to say they couldn't do some houses, uh, creatively, there have been outdoor houses. The Jurassic Park house, if I remember, had some outdoor elements to it. Uh, houses have had that. We've done some of the ones here at uh, locally, and some of the haunts are in the forest, for goodness sake. So there are people, plenty of people that have done outdoor houses, but I think we should probably narrow down, at least start with, would you go, and what would your thoughts be if it was a, you know, instead of Halloween Horror Nights 30, it was Halloween Horror Nights Scare Zone Experience, which, I mean, obviously, we would love from a branding point of view, Uh where it's just scare zones. It's just things in the streets. And I think initially, Bart, not to, to be kind of like where we left off, where we're both like, well, we're just open for anything. We'd want to just do anything. But really break that down. Your thoughts on a scare zone only Halloween Horror Nights through the streets of presumably Universal Studios Florida. Yeah. I don't know. It's, as I said on a previous show, it, it that's where you really get a lot of up-close, face-to-face interaction. So that would have to be changed somehow, I would think. Uh, and again, you still have to observe the social distancing. Uh, you can't have people all bunched up, and they usually are when you're trying to get through those scare, especially as you've got people stopping to take pictures and do this and that, you know. It's like a full uh, bottleneck effect happens always in, you know, the San Francisco area between those two areas. Yeah. I mean, it, or San Francisco, well, yeah, yeah. Like headed to where, uh, whatever, Fast and the Furious and all that is, where the aliens were the one year where Rob Zombie yeah. was. Uh, this yeah. year where it was just gets it gets like the rob zombie one was was pure chaos uh, it felt yeah. like but oh. it also we have a lot of those everyone look at the actor point of view they had the actors that were up on the risers there's stuff you can do or up on stages like in the vamp sections to where you don't necessarily have to have those it'd be more like mini shows but then you're right you got to still map out your floor plan kind of yeah and same with the, the is it central park where they did like trick-or-treat one year and this year mm-hmm. they did the uh vikings yeah. That could get real tight in there. You know, it's almost like being indoors, even though you're outdoors. 
because you're kind of surrounded, you know. Um, so they, I mean, of course they could do it. And like when you mentioned that Jurassic Park house, which I didn't, I never got to see, but I saw, I remember a travel channel did a special that year on Horror Nights and that looked awesome. If they could do something like that, I'd be all in for it. Even if, like you said, if they just did outdoor houses or outdoor mazes, that would be awesome. I think there's the space. I think there's place yeah. to do it. Obviously, it's not soundstage type space. It may not be 10 houses. You could probably right. do four. Yeah, that right. back lot is pretty big. There's some pretty wide open areas. There's plenty of uh, lines you could take over. Uh, we've seen that happen before where, mm-hmm. you know, the Men in Black extended queue obviously takes you into what was it? Chance's house and and uh, what was it this past year? I can't. My, my favorite house, which is uh, Baby Doll Heads on uh, Bodybuilder Bodies, uh, <laughs> Doll House of the Damned. Is my favorite probably house of all time. That was back there, I believe. Or maybe it was just because they used those again during the Chance House. It's the HHN blur, people. It all kind of come, comes that was, uh, that was Wasn't that Rob Zombie this year, House of a Thousand Corpses, back there? I think so. But there's places. Around Men in Black. Look, there was uh, back when Jaws was still a thing, I think there was a house that was done just in the line of Jaws or in that area. So I remember reading that. That's not an uncommon idea, and I don't hate that idea. Now, that's obviously, that would still be house experiences, but maybe there are these more open air walkthrough experiences. And maybe, look, maybe we're getting it wrong a little bit, but you see people in the masks in Target. You don't see them as much in their masks when they're, at least for us here in Tennessee, which has kind of gone uh, wild west on us. Uh, but you, you see them mainly out, you know, in, indoors in confined areas. People are out in the parks and things. As long as they're not close to each other, you don't see a ton of the masks. Um, you're going to assume that you're going to be made to wear a mask. I think that's, I don't know how, unless something miraculous happens and look, I pray that it does. I really do between now and October or now in September is uh, when I've heard the mask policies, not from just universal, but from Disney and some of the other places, it seems like a policy. Like it's a plan. This is what we're going to be doing for the foreseeable future. Now, hopefully one day. Yeah. And I I would see no reason why in 12 weeks that that's not going to be the case. Yeah. So I don't know, maybe the outdoor thing. I like the idea because again, like we said, I'm, I think scare zones have, uh, they've changed. They morphed over the years. When I was uh, first going to horror nights, they were scary experiences that you walked through. You didn't stop and take pictures. Uh, This was a, 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 these were mini houses almost. They were, big props and a lot of scary, loud and, and creepy things and lots of smoke. And they were, um, they were intense. Now as camera phones, I feel like became more and more, they became more areas to take pictures for selfies and for, to stop an actor and to take a picture. Mm-hmm. And you saw even like Rob Zombie or in Zombieland last year, uh, there was like legit photo ops, you know, places to stop, sit down, take a picture. And I'm cool with that. Uh, yeah. But I just think that maybe we could see a bit return to form. We used to walk through a scare zone and there would be a massive gate that would lead you into a scare zone. So a huge truss set up with big designs. And you knew when you, now they kind of all seamlessly move into each other. But there were moments where, and Rob Zombie had a little bit this year or this yeah. past year where there was just, and it felt much bigger than it does now when it comes to being an important part of the event. Maybe that's, where we can go for, for 2020, maybe, I mean, I doubt this, but maybe ticket prices would be a little less. Maybe the, maybe it wouldn't be as many, maybe it's just weekends for six weeks. Maybe it's not this, 
you know, 10 week, whatever it is, situation where it goes from September to November. And maybe you buy allocated times. I think that's something that people haven't talked about either, which is who says you have to buy a ticket that gets you in from 6 p.m. until 2 o'clock in the morning? Uh, you could have tickets that say 6 p.m. to 10, 10 to 1, or, or something like that, or 10 to 2, where you are going in and one, it would help lines. And it would help in crowd control. And I think that's uh, those are things people aren't talking about yet. But again, like I said on the first version of Fun Size, that if we're talking about it, they've talked about it. Yeah. My other concern, and something you and talked about offline, was my concern with that is if everybody's wearing masks, you know, in a scare zone, how do you tell who from who, you know? Yeah. However, as you've been sitting here talking, I've been thinking, like, well, what if they tack, you know, since everyone's probably, like you said, most likely come September, we're all still going to have to wear masks in these places. Uh, now, obviously, I fully expect them to capitalize on it and sell masks, like right at the gate. What if they, they already just, are? Universal is in the Universal store. They're not branded yet, they? but they're selling like you know three for fifteen dollars sure. camo sure. and red and blue. By that point, I expect yeah, I expect especially when Disney opens, every cast member in like full on different characters. I assume that's going to happen at Universal as well. See, I would think if anything, the, the, like for Disney, the cast members and for Universal, the team members, they should have a specific maybe with just the logo somewhere. So, you know, that they work there and then sell the character masks to the yeah. guests that, that would offer some differentiation, even if there should be a branded Horror Nights mask. Who I'd buy one. Yeah, I hope, they'll, you know, I hope that they'll be kind enough to keep the prices a little bit reasonable. Like I see people with these Etsy stores selling these masks for 20 bucks a piece. Yeah. Like, you're out of your mind. I don't care how cool it is. And that's why I applaud Disney that they're selling three for, what is it, $20 or something like that, and it's going to charity. So Kiss is doing the same thing, and I'm sure Universal will do something like that. (laughs) No pressure, guys. Uh, But what if they just tack it onto the price of your ticket? You get a mask, and that that helps them because then they know who's who. I've actually said very similar things to me with um, Universal in general, having so many attractions, and Disney too, but really Universal – that are 3D glasses based. Mm-hmm. And now there's this whole idea of like, we're going to have this new sanitation uh, station where they're going to be able to really go through. You know, you go see a 3D movie, they give you a pair of glasses. Like, yeah. why not? Like you said, you could tack on the $2 to the ticket. Mm-hmm. Where you're just given your own pair of 3D glasses when you walk through the door. I don't mind that idea either, which is not the, if you don't show up in a mask, you're refused. It's, we're going to go ahead and take care of that for you. And like you said, we'll know who's who. We can help help with that. But I think there is that idea. I know we've we've talked about just in general with a purge scare zone that was a few years back, how that was a bit um, alarming because walking through it, it was a lot of people who were just in street clothes yeah. that were actors. They weren't bloodied up. They weren't cartoonified. These were people who looked like street, you know, people just in the streets. And it, it was unnerving uh, intentionally. Right. I would feel like if it was going to be a character only or we have a thing where everyone's in a mask. I mean, it is odd with the mask because you got to think now it's required to wear a mask to go into Disney Universal property. When if you wanted to wear a mask before, you better have like a religious exemption because yeah. you're not like they no way, like no way they would let you in with a mask. Uh, sure. So that's shifted so completely that I think you're right. They have to at least have something that identifies themselves very clearly. That they are part of the show, if you will. And it, for scare zones, maybe we're talking about killer clowns. Maybe we're talking about that alien scare zone. We're talking about big costume creatures to where it's very obvious you didn't walk through the gates like that. 
Right. Something behind you there? I was seeing if I had any masks laying around because oh. my mother-in-law makes masks. But yeah, I I don't know. I, I'd like to say I trust people, but <laughs> you don't. This is a perfect opportunity for uh, bad people to try to do bad things. Like every time I'm going to the grocery store, I feel like I'm getting ready to rob the place. I know. The mask, you know. Yeah, when I'm in my big orange sunglasses and I have the beard and I have the mask on and maybe a hat occasionally, I'm like, Oh, good Lord. You're, I mean, this is going to be intense. And then if you walk in the random grocery store that no one wears a mask and you're the only person, I'm like, I'm the only person. Hey, look, there was a bank robbery. Or not bank robbery. I, I got that wrong. It was a uh, a sheets robbery of like a convenience store where people wore watermelons over their heads. I think because specifically so people knew, hey, these are people that are uh, here to cause some damage because everyone else is wearing a mask. <laughs> they literally wore watermelons. They did. They wore watermelons that were carved out. And then... The police department in the air, I think it was in Virginia, posted, like, if you've seen these men photos, and uh, they had to delete that because they got ridiculed online. Like, yeah, we've seen the watermelon bandits <laughs> come in. Oh, they're just trying to do their job, but mm-hmm. getting uh, social media destroyed. It happens. It happens to the best of us. Well, so well, overall, now to, like, take the realism cap off and what it would look like, because I think the big, we said, like, big props big giant things for them to stand on stages that could all happen now more. Would you for for you too? And I would, I think this is different from an Orlando. If I was an Orlando local, I'm all up for whatever. Like again, I would just, I'd be at city walk and just to see what it's like. I'd be at universal just to enjoy the atmosphere. But if you're talking about traveling in and for you it would either be flying, which I think they said some airlines will be resuming full flights coming in a few weeks or driving 10 plus hours does that attract you enough to make the trip i think we lost him (sighs) technology guys that's what happens when you uh try out something new i just offended him so much that he decided to just bail on me because oh Bart, are you willing to now not bail on me again and to to tell me how you feel? Well, how do I feel? You said if I was in Orlando, and then you went. (laughs) Well, and that's not what I did. I spoke. I think you did that. I just thought you were being very still for the camera. Oh, no. Uh, No. Uh, So what I was saying was, I feel like if you're an Orlando area resident or even Florida, within three or four hours, you'd go to anything. You'd try out whatever version of Halloween Horror Nights exists come September. But for you as someone who is going to be living here is a 10 plus hour drive or is a flight, which I know everyone's a little uneasy about right now. And maybe flights will be fully, you know, resumed by September. I think Delta already said that come June, they're going to be for you is a scare zone only knowing what you know about scare zones. The last handful of years you've been going to horror nights enough for you to financially commit to making that trip happen. Yeah, I mean, for me, yes, I don't care. I mean, honestly, I would, I would fly down to go walk around City Walk right now if I had, if I had miles, you know. I just so it is to have something, to have a little bit of that normalcy, you know. Just to, I, I, absolutely. Is that is everyone going to answer that way? Probably not. I mean, I talked to a friend in the UK and I said, I mean, hey man, if they don't do this, you know, let's say they don't do the event because they, they he flies in every year for the event. I'm like. What if they don't do a horror nights? Would you still? Because every year they just come in. Yeah. It's their their holiday. That's what they say. For I know that's what those that's what those Brits say. They say holiday. Yeah. 
And he just said, honestly, I don't know. And that's those are the people I'm like, are they going to commit to a six hour flight and all that money? To, Thousands of dollars to go to a scare zone only and then have to wear masks in the theme parks and stuff. Probably not for me. You know, I, I don't know what the flight from Nashville to Orlando costs. I know it's a quick flight. Yeah, Even I mean, it's not nothing crazy. I mean, yeah. typically a couple hundred bucks. I would do it just to, just because. A, I miss the place. I miss Orlando. I miss Florida in general. So yeah, I would do it. But with the average person, it's hard to say. I'd say it's probably fifty-fifty. Or just me and you road trip it. Classic. That's what I'm saying. We haven't even talked about that. That might be actually what's happening. Oh, <laughs> so, I'm know. I'm likely going to be in Orlando next month. Uh, just I got to go check on the house and we got to do some other work and and I need to. Hopefully things are back open. We had our family vacation planned. We've not driven with the kids all the way to Orlando because flights are expensive. But I have a lot of Southwest points. I I yeah. I use I I play the Southwest credit card uh, game where it's like, hey, it's <laughs> double points this month, triple points, whatever. Throw this on a you know one of order from Pro Flowers or whatever it is. Like I do all of that to get the points <laughs> and try to pay for our flights. But this time, I think we're we're packing up the van and we're headed to. We're headed to Florida. We're we're doing that twelve hour probably plus road trip. So we're we'll see how it goes then. Yeah, uh, now kids. now for me and you uh, for a weekend. I mean it's only twenty hours in the car for for both. <laughs> so we'll be fine. We can't necessarily do the twenty four hour turnaround we're used to doing. No but, no, we'll have to make it count. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll pack some sandwiches and we'll just do the drive straight through. <laughs> yeah, no stops, no stops. Yeah. Just pack a, uh, pack a urinal. Yeah. I mean, that's what we, we, we drove from Chicago to Nashville and we pretty much, I think we stopped twice at rest stops, but that was it because there's nowhere to go anyway. Nothing was open. Yeah. All right. Well, I think for me, I feel very similar to you, which is at this point I would do something over nothing. If it's a limited, now I know there's going to be some naysayers are going Logan Bart. No one's even suggesting this. Well, we are, we're suggesting this. We (laughs) we're suggesting (laughs) like I'm giving you the option here of what could be. And I look at it and go, what, like, where would be my, my line? And I think my line, honestly, at this point would be like, if they're like, all we have is a few like led flashing lights and, uh, we got like one clown with a chainsaw, like, that's it. That may be where I go. Okay. Maybe that's not enough for me, but the next level up of just scare zones, I'd make the trip. I'd make it work. I want to see it. I want to experience it. What else would there be to do besides just ride the rides, which seems just as risky. Yeah. You know? You might as well have a haunted house too. I mean, I I saw just today someone posted that SeaWorld was testing out one of the roller coasters. Yeah, and there it was you a go. bunch of employees with masks on, which I also was like, shouldn't really the people in the front row, I don't know why they need to wear masks. <laughs> All their stuff's going backwards. Riding but, a roller coaster in a mask, I haven't thought about that does it I don't know if that's I mean, I wear glasses in a in a roller coaster, and that's always a concern. You're gonna have yeah. a lot of lost masks. You're gonna have masks yeah. flopping onto people's faces dropping like uh you know like the birds and alfred hitchcock you're gonna have just masks falling from the sky and you got the people that wear bandanas that are just gonna flip up over their face oh like they say this. nothing it's like a just a bad vr experience yeah it makes it even scarier so oh. yeah i don't know but uh i'm still trying to remain optimistic and uh hope that we'll get as much as we can get of the event well let us know let us know in the comments below that's a thing i've learned yeah. What do you, do you like what Bart and I have to say? Do you not? It's okay. We'll open up a discussion. Let's have some fun. Keep it nice. Make the make it good. Say, I don't up. encourage comments. I've been on the internet. I don't like the thumbs down, but you know whatever. Thumbs up us. Smash the bell. Subscribe. 
And as we say here on Scare Zone Fun Sized, we really hope that in just, what, eight, ten weeks, whatever it is, by the time that you're seeing this or hearing this, maybe even sooner if you're doing a little a little catch-up, I guess that's what's good about YouTube is uh, we shouldn't date ourselves, Bart, uh, but this all is about Halloween Horror Nights 30. It's going to be a little dated. People are going to, in three months, go back and go, those guys were, they had no idea what they were. They were so off. But, you know, it's part of the fun, part of the speculation. If we can't talk about announcements, this is what we can talk about. So, in just a few weeks, our hope and our prayer is that we see you all at Finnegan.